Yo, 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 yo. What's up, though? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, he, she, him, they, uh, her, them, not them. I don't know, man. Uh, welcome to episode 51 of the CDB podcast. I am Ahun, the number one Shogun. You already know what time it is. But before we get into anything that we get into, I am joined, as always, by a very special guest, the richest nigga in the South by Southwest. You dig what I'm saying? Y'all already know he he's been um, a closer, if you will, when it comes to being a guest on this podcast. And I greatly appreciate him for being here. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys, and girls, Mr. Sloan Kettering, sir, how are you? What up, though, cousin? It's the Man. big homemade Sloan Let's Kettering. Go. Scott Addy's favorite, a.k.a. Lord of the Sugar Fits, Mr. L1X. Oh, I've been drinking too much of this shit. It's Mr. L1, R1XO. And I'm about that jam. If you play Man with Vic on the cover, my people, you already understand. Uh, and a nigga is always trying to score. Hey, all the time, just running all in the end zone, in and out if you can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey. Anyways, uh, not to be so sucio, uh, that'll be tomorrow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, before I ask Mr. Sloan Kettering how he's doing, how he's been, and all those good things in between, let me please get into it. Am I the meanest? Sure now. Am I the prettiest? Sure now. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. But who am I? Sure enough. Who am I? Sure enough. I can't hear you. Sure enough. Shogun. That's right. It's your boy, 801 Shogun, number one rule in the universe, which I have long uh, been disregarding, but it seems like a few of y'all should pay attention to this rule. As always, that rule is to protect your neck at all times. Otherwise, I will come through and chop your motherfucking head off. Bitch, don't play with me. It's your boy, the curator of Convo, a.k.a. Petty Gordo in this bitch hitting you with the capoeira. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Knocking off your baby hair and knocking that shit all the way back. Mr. One Punch Man with the tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. If you was outside for the 99 and 2000s, you already know what was going down. I was bagging all of your aunties outside. My apologies in advance. Sorry, not sorry. Mr. Pablo Baldini slide tackling motherfuckers all the way into the goddamn bleachers. You know why? Because greatest defender of all time. Pele with the AK letting that whole thing spray, putting the motherfucking ball in the upper 90 because that's where I like to put them bitches on top shelf. Double entendre, don't even ask me how. Master Bruce with the bubble goose. Dirt Reynolds pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we may have a, you know what? We going to get to them later. I got a skirt for y'all. Skirt! Pulling up on them. Uh, as we continue, the whole type of Achi chef always got the grill on high at all times. Cooking niggas for no reason. 
sheer satisfaction and pleasure. And as always, the 54 time reigning pettyweight champion of the world. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. This is going to hit a completely different way. It's your boy, Petty Gordo. DJ, hit my music, please. All right. Now, we'll get into detail as to why that music's going to hit a completely different way. Tomorrow, you just make sure you tune into the Sucio Boys podcast when this drops, okay? Um, or not when this drops, but when it drops. So you understand why I'm in a whole different realm ahead of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And this is the reason why I got my man, Mr. Sloan Kettering, in the building with me. Cuzzo, sir, I've been talking entirely too much. I just want to know, how you doing, fam? No, I'm good. Cousin out here enjoying life. You know, uh, went on a um, <clears throat> shopping spree today. You know, ran it up at... Uh, Old Navy and Walmart. That's how the rich stay rich. You know, I like uh, hearing about that. Old Navy had a sale on uh, adult shorts, you know, so I needed some nice. dad shorts. It was $15. So I got one in every color. Mm. And I skirted over, over to the Walmart, went through the uh, t shirt section. Okay. T shirts. And, uh, you know, Packing for my trip to uh, San Diego this week. So I got some linen shorts and, you know, linen tops. I'm out there looking like, if you see a nigga just look like you from Chicago in San Diego, <laughs> it's me. It's most likely me. Like he just doing all the beach shit where it's probably not necessarily a beach. Right. Like, it's going to be super- 69 degrees and I'm going to be in the ocean. <clears throat> Like it'll be it'll be sixty. You just got the linen zone, like the whole linen fit. Right, with the barbecue sandals on. Yes. Oh my goodness, but Kazo, it's really good to see you. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, man, no it's problem. been a minute. No We've problem. Been... Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's good to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Good to be seen. Good to be heard. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, we appreciate y'all for joining us on the CDB podcast. But before we get into topics and things like that, and of course, we always want to say thank y'all for listening. So without further ado, let me go ahead and just start some shit off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead. J-Dub, if you please. Episode 51 of the CDB podcast. If you will. Uh, I thought I was finished, the star me didn't. Some days I cruise around and hit my art in the village. So I get to practice, then I started to scrimmage. The game brought the flame back, you caught me, I feel it. So pardon me, silly, you talking list, don't call me, I'm chilling. Uh, I'm top one there, argument ended. I'm so high up, if I fall, I'm in ceiling. You jogging, I sprinted, don't bother, have you all in them feelings? Ugh, I got this, just begun with the joshing. Next level, time to turn these words into profit. Life school, your boy, I graduated with on this elevator in control of the cockpit gotcha i'm dropping gems i ain't coming no nonsense check the catalog dig deep in my content since a young fool i've been having them vibing 14 writing a sign it ended in constant mind you my grind mode godzilla boy on the 
life's just I, ain't it? Coco butter, baby, wake up in my John Lennon's. Thankful for the blessings I'm getting, nah, really. The world we live in cold, that don't matter, I'm chilling. Pack you a peak coat, keeping it C-note with magnificent Negroes. Red or blue pill, bro, they're both for placebo. I'ma do me, ho, before it's finito. Feeling- hey, as always, you keep it changed up at all times. Episode 54. 51 of the CDB podcast. I almost jumped like three episodes ahead. I don't even know how I did that within like 20 seconds. My nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success. I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money. How reeking. You smell me? That's LV. Walk around with my chest out and my skin smooth. I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dress like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off, and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little Porsche body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music and stress about it. My city hauling, I'm co-signing this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her Tesla. Hanging both of my legs out it like, what's up? I got stakes and they too high, now nah, I can't fuck up. I like girls that's down to earth, so don't be stuck up. I don't take L's, I give them out and I chuck them up. First listen, they hearing this shit like, what the fuck? Hey, keep it switching up, you know what I'm saying? Episode 51, CDB Podcast. I'm here with my cousin, okay, my family, my people. Phone Kettering is in the building. Hey, bitch. Hello, baby. Kilo, 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 sele. Omo, homo, le. Check your, check your bumper, baby. Muy bonita, señorita. Te llamo mamacita. We got it going on in the background. I'm going to slow it down and turn it off at some point. But you already know what's going on, man. It's episode 51 of the CDB podcast. We got all the drops out here. You already know what time it is. Gunshots. You know what I'm saying? One more time. Who else is shooting? I think somebody was. But y'all make sure y'all keep y'all heads down. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's get to this music shit. Coachella is going on and nobody really gives a fuck or seems to be paying attention. Or at least it's on my timeline. Not that much. Um, cause I haven't seen diddly shit. Uh, you know why? Because your boy went viral. Okay. I, I just follow my cousin's advice. Just hey, you know, busy. I'll be trying. I'll be trying to tell you, stay active, stay active. Stay it's active, drop stay one day. busy. Your boy just got <laughs> off work. Okay. I can't give you, I, I literally can't give you anything. I had a tweet that went viral. It was very stupid. Uh, it is literally a picture and photo of Carlton Banks uh, played by um, Alfonso Ribeiro. Um, and then a picture of Zach Fox. 
who is holding a knife with some sunglasses on. All I was really just trying to tell folks, which it's kind of weird, and I kind of wanted to talk about this maybe tomorrow, um, but, like, people think it's about, like, code switching. So that confused me a lot. Uh, I've been getting a lot of notifications. So that's all that's been happening on my phone. I literally have not been able to do anything else other than maybe just like, okay, my phone is going crazy. So what I'm going to do is just go play a mobile game that has nothing to do with notifications. Put my phone on do not disturb. My phone's been on do not disturb for the last three days. So it's been a lot. But Kuzo, I now understand. Thank you for trying to guide me in the right way. Yeah, man. See, sometimes when you're when your social media takes off and you you catch one like you did, you caught a super body. Like you caught a super body, and I ain't I ain't caught a body to that level yet. But I, now you're giving me something to uh, work towards. Uh, but like, yeah, it's uh, if you if you jump in the algorithm right, uh, you can you can fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. You know how I used to send you videos of how, like, when the uh, our other page pops off, b.savage.af, and I'll post something and we'll get four or 500 likes, and you'll be like, yo, the phone doesn't stop. I'll be like, yeah, it doesn't. It just rings for three days straight. Right. Three, four days straight. So I know what you're going through. Yeah. It's, but this is what we want. It's, it's all in growing the brand and the uh podcast yeah absolutely and that's the thing too is like i i think a lot of times when people listen to our podcast like we're fledgling still um and it's even though this podcast which is it we're in episode 51 it's had so many different iterations we've had people come and go um for one reason or another um I guess I've stayed a steady constant on CDB, but we've also had other ones that have flourished um, that have picked up steam probably quicker um, in, a, in a shorter amount of time. So the one thing I think that we converse about almost every day is just having the conversation is just like be consistent, right? Because I think a lot of folks that maybe want to get into podcasting or something that is a passion idea or something that they feel like they would enjoy. They go in with the mindset of like, yeah, I can be passionate about it, but it takes work to actually do it, right? So like it's passion only to a certain point. Whereas like with you, like when I look on Twitter um, or Facebook or, but primarily Twitter, man, um, it's just the amount of engagements or the times that I see notifications of you popping up in my timeline or notifications that I get that I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta stay on par with what Sloan's doing. Like he's tweeting 15 times uh, a day or within the hour, depending on what it is. I'm gonna tweet, uh, you know, five times. Yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's just continuously tweeting, continuously tweeting and like having your friends <clears throat> I think uh, people like I keep saying people don't understand that uh, likes, likes uh, stop your tra- your traction while retweets push it. 
So I try to encourage people more and more to retweet things because the like could just sit there, you know, like it's just, oh, it was liked by, but Some when it's retweeted, it. yeah, when it's retweeted, you pushed it out to your people. So exactly. it's, it's a little different. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I think was interesting when looking at it, right? Because on my end, like I'm seeing the impressions just go insane to where like I was astonished by like a hundred thousand impressions. Um, right. And then, you know, I'm like sitting there just sending y'all screenshots like, yo, what the fuck is this? What is this? What WCF WCF like mind blown explosion, like mind exploding emoji, all this stuff. So it's like, fam, I am trying to wrap my head around all of this. I think I got an idea, but really I don't. And at the end of the day, lo and behold, like we're sitting at, I think it was like 4 million impressions, bro. And I know it's above that because it's been sitting on that for at least uh, 18 to 24 hours. And I don't understand, right? So hopefully this is just merely something to people that are just trying to do whatever they're trying to do. And immediately, as soon as I got that little goofy tweet off, the first thing I posted underneath it, was an episode, our latest episode, uh, Pussy Transfer Portal of the Sushio Boys podcast. Because I want to make sure that this is all for something, right? And I think people, at least from what I've seen, just from your um, guidance on Twitter and, and talking about Twitter and like, hey, this might be a better place or space to use this to promote different stuff. If you get the right tweet off, you can subtweet it with whatever you want to promote whatever you're doing and that was the immediate thought was like oh okay we got to do sushio boys podcast let's go so you know lo and behold we've got like full domain expands 100 i think it was like 130,000 uh or 135,000 people uh looked at the domain expands so who knows um hopefully those numbers on sushio boys podcast grow but at the end of the day, man, it's something. It's progression. So I just look at it like that. But um, I really am glad that you're here so I can just give you your flowers because sure, I wouldn't have been as busy on Twitter. I, I'll be honest, man. I, I did not utilize Twitter at all. Even I, I would say while starting this podcast like Odyssey. So, yeah, thank you. I got to get back to hashtag and Susio boys pod on every tweet because you know that's how you drive uh drive up engagements man so like so you tell somebody hashtag oh, oh man what's your podcast or whatever you're doing you could be like oh yeah check this out go hashtag whatever you're doing and it should pop up you know what i'm saying so i think people don't understand that it's branding everything is branding 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 like nobody's right. gonna push your brand like you will no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And and I think also, too, when it comes down to it, which we kind of stumbled into an accidental conversation about, uh, like, what what is it that drives you to do stuff? And I think with CDB, maybe this is a, a good topic of conversation to have because I think at the end of the day, for us to really get into all of the podcasting idea, we all kind of came together. It was, oh, Chris, myself. Um, where everybody was 
really into the concept of like, hey, we want to do a podcast because we think it would be cool for us to do. Um, maybe we can give some insight or, um, you know, impactful opinion pieces uh, on different stuff that happens within our own community. Um, luckily, we we came across folks like yourself, Bunny, uh, Cordy, Tiger, Mac, you know what I'm saying? Um, that all decided like, hey, yeah, we'd like to be a part of this in some way, shape or form. So um, respectively, everybody got into their own uh, podcast and really kind of hit the ground running. I think what you've kind of seen so far and will lift the veil, so to speak, is like you see people move around, um, but you see that the best that we can do is try to cover each other. Um, I think that you also figure out what works best for everybody's schedule um, and work, what works best for people that makes them the most comfortable. So, you know, if that's maybe doing less pods or more pods or moving around or whatever the case may be, it's just trying to acclimate to the vision of we are all trying to make sure we all eat. So if we all eat and we all figure out where we can put in the work, then everybody can get their their just rewards back, I would say. But um, I think we've really tried to bunker down a lot into making sure that, like, you know, there's no dead weight, right? Because the last thing you want to do is, like, have somebody on board that's going to hinder you back. And I think at this point, especially where I'm 38, uh, you're in your 30s as well. So it's just a matter of like yo all that fuck shit is over right it, it's no reason for us to sit here and try to bring somebody with us i like there's folks that i've been to school with that i was super close with uh that i you know thought that i would be tight with for life i barely talked to them because we grew apart and that's the same with business probably ex exponentially uh more advanced with business and I think a lot of times people kind of get stuck in like, well, you know, if I can't do that, I'm going to go do this. You still need people to help you build. There's no way you're going to be a mogul of any format. You can't look at Elon Musk. You can't look at somebody like Jay-Z. can't look at somebody like Sean uh, or Diddy, uh, it, it, Kanye. I could go on and on and on to people that are in our culture or people that uh, impact multiple cultures. Um but those folks had to get some format of help. They had to have people that were in place that played a role to do that. And it's a lot of niggas that can't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I ain't got nothing to say, King. You talking <laughs> your shit. Uh, no, nah, man. It's uh, We've had these conversations a lot. Um I think I more so reiterate a lot of stuff that you say off mic um, just because of how driven and I think how focused you've been in this whole journey, right? Mm. So I don't think you've really wavered um, it, really in anything. And I, I think people are all trying to find their footing. Um, you have to have somebody like Sloan who... Um, at times it may it, and it's not necessarily even abrasive it's just he's going to be very honest very forward there's nothing that is going to be layered in a way that's going to be palatable 
or make you feel better but it still disregards the actual message that's supposed to be delivered so what we're really just trying to do is just trying to make it much easier for people to talk about anything across the culture across different platforms right we could have conversations about music we can have conversations about cultural things we can have conversations about sports um progression within financial literacy uh we can have progression about like uh, the state of policing that is the thing that happens across all formats of our culture the last thing i want to do is just have some dull ass conversation about who's top five and your best rapper alive or what's your favorite xyz this that and the third you know should men do this should women do that who gives a fuck really if that's all you stay on all right like that is going to push you nowhere as a podcaster or someone in media if all you do is just simply regurgitate the same fucking talking points that all these other motherfuckers that y'all don't like or say y'all don't like but somehow are in mainstream media in some way shape or case because they pander i'm not here to really pander i'll give my honest opinion on shit and i'm going to ask that there's things that sloan and i don't agree on there's things that we do agree on and at the end of the day who like cool this is for debate this is for it to spark an idea or maybe for you to have your own opinion of a particular topic right and sometimes like in these conversations where we have on here we might agree but i might disagree just to start something you know just so we won't have the same the same views and stuff like uh like that's a good thing like i learned in school like sometimes you I, i forgot what class it was but i had to take a class and then learn how to argue both points of the uh topic Mm-hmm. from the pro side and the con side uh, it was just a bad it's just a good way to look at things so sounds like I, I mean like having that practice of debate uh or to be able to ask questions or engage and i think especially today people take so many things as disrespect right like we look at stuff um every, everybody's very reactive or um reactive in regards to uh the, the for instance let's go back to this tweet right so the tweet that i i put out was a picture of carlton banks me on the clock at work versus me as soon as i clock out picture of zach fox holding a knife wearing sunglasses with a gold tooth here's what the conversation turned into i started seeing like a bunch of tweets about code switching Like, bro, what? Y'all got code switching from that? I mean, however they, I mean, how you intend it and how people receive it are two different things. So that is a fact. Like, you might not have intended it to be code switching, but they took it as code switching. And that's understandable shit. Uh, at my job, I'm not. A hundred percent real nigga all the time. That uh, sometimes you, sometimes I have to put on my white voice, and sometimes I have to explain to people and be like, "Oh, my brother, this is how." Like, I don't. Sometimes you got to do that shit. Like, 
nine times out of ten, I don't want to do that shit. So I talk to him, I talk to everybody else, and people just look at me like, oh, I can't believe he said that like that at work. Well, I don't care. Shit. What you gonna do? Not like me because I told you the truth? Like, it's like people don't, it's not that they don't like the truth, it's just they don't like the way you gave it to them. And I don't give it to them no other way than I would like it. So I don't like people to sugarcoat shit. Don't sugarcoat shit with me because I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit with you. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna beat around the bush. But you shouldn't. But I think that's the thing is that most people is are soft serve now. Like it's soft serve niggas out here. I think it's always been soft serve niggas. It's just more prevalent now because it's more visible now because of social media. Hmm. So like social media is like the internet has shined a light on things that normally we don't get to talk about. Because like I have friends in Africa and China and Europe that I've never fucking met. Right. But like personally met. But I've been knowing these people for 10 years via the internet, via Twitter and uh, Facebook. So like the internet has made the like the internet made the world small and social media made it even smaller. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like what I say in Florida right mm-hmm. now, somebody in India can see my tweet if they're following me and shoot me something back instantly. Got that. That's that's factual. Um, I had a conversation with somebody and it's weird also serendipitous that you bring this topic in conversation up. Um, but he was like very adamant, a friend of mine. Um, but he was super adamant about the internet. He was like, oh man, it's just bad. I just think it's, I just think, you know, it's a bunch of evil that's going to come out of it. Da, 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 this, that, and the third. He said, he was more of the mindset that I'm a people person. I've, I've, you know, lived in different cities, different states. Uh, I move around. So what I like is having the one-on-one interaction, but what I did run into in the verbiage that seems to be, albeit a little bit um, willfully ignorant is saying things like, you know, I don't see anybody's color or I don't see anybody's X, Y, or Z. And it's like, no, you should see that. Mm -hmm. That's the issue is that you pretend as if it's not there and that it's blank, but what you fail or you minimize is that you minimize that person's existence based on the hardships that they had to deal with. And you might say, well, that's just their hardships. No, no, no. There's individual hardships. Then there are cultural hardships. So if you understand that culturally or impactfully, across a culture, there could be a hardship that is way more egregious than what another culture has to deal with, then you have to take that in consideration. 
We talk about the Jews in the Holocaust, which always seems to be a point, but yet we disregard or at least null and void the Native Americans in the own country that most people reside in when having this conversation or the offshoot or the rebuttal to that is that, well, I'm 164th in a two carats court uh, Native American myself. I was told that I'm part of the Blackfoot tribe. Where did the Blackfoot tribe reside, sir? Uh, okay. Um, where did they migrate from or your family who was Blackfoot migrate from and go to, to settle? If you can figure that out and you can give me that information, then cool, but don't just utilize it because it's novelty. It's what it seems to happen when you have a lot of conversations with people, and this is not just white, but more often than not, it is uh, to where they utilize or say, hey, I've got uh, this family member, or that family member that's a part of this. So I have a ticket to have uh, in, an opinion in this conversation. No, nah, not everything's for you. You just need to be aware that the conversation is being had. That doesn't mean that it allows for you to be a participant or be one of the first participants in that conversation. Right. Sometimes you just got to sit back and peep the saying, like, like the, the new thing to say is read the room. So you got to read the room, learn what's going on, learn what you can say and can't say. And it's not, it's not like what you say is how you say it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can tell somebody about themselves like in the harshest way, but if I put a little sugar on it and like, not like sugar coated, but like sweeten it a little bit, it just changed like, you know, like not code switch, but change words and, you know, you know, make words not sound as harsh as they normally should, but. Yeah, you just make it a uh, delivery that's probably got a bow on it versus an express delivery that just got thrown on the doorstep. Right. So understandable, understandable. Um, man, that was a really good convo. Uh, really just, I think, in regards to the conversation of today, um, I think a lot of times, especially when we have these, uh, these podcasts, you know, we have specific topics that are in the actual conversation, but I think more organically, um, it, it's better for us to just have these like off the hips, which I think you do an amazing job of being able to just pull or draw that out of me um, as someone that uh, is on a podcast. But yeah, this is important. It, it's an important topic to have. I think a lot of times people just have like surface level conversations. Mm -hmm. And they want to sound like they have a plethora of intelligence. Yeah, of course you may in that particular topic. But if everybody's having the same fucking conversation or at least talking about the same shit, then you, in your opinion, which may be a completely um, unique point uh, to be made or expressed, that shit falls on deaf ears. Because who the fuck, it like, have something of substance uh, outside of what people would associate you with. Which I guess, cool, if you think I code switch because I articulate the words that I'm saying, most people would think, oh, you talk white. No, sir, 
I'm educated. There's a difference. Cultured. There's a difference. When I talk to my black, like my family, it's going to be completely different than how I talk to anybody else in a different setting that's not my black family. And I don't even like the term code switching. I think it's just comfortability. Yeah, that's a word. You know it's what? Like, we if made I'm not it. comfortable with you, like you're going to get that standoffish, professional, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to too much interact or try to converse. I'm just going to give you what you need or I'm going to move on. But Absolutely. Like, any other time, like if I fuck with you, then it's like, yeah, we can have in-depth conversations and shit like that. And we can we can speak to each other. Like uh, <coughs> excuse me. We can speak to each other with sense. And you know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers just don't motherfuckers just think they can't learn something from somebody because they not at the level of education or knowledge that they're at mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you can learn something from a homeless motherfucker you can learn not to do what the fuck he did to learn get in that situation so i would listen to a homeless motherfucker and be like hey if you don't want to be homeless don't do what i did mm, so it's a, it's a lesson in everything but motherfuckers just judge who the lesson coming from you know, I had a had a Bible. I don't, I'm not even a Bible person, but I know in that book you say, uh, "Don't judge, don't listen to the message, not the messenger," basically, or something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? People always say, right. "Don't shoot me, I'm just a messenger." Right. Absolutely. They're trying to deliver something, but you get upset with the person that delivered it versus what was actually given to you. Right. So, and yeah. Oh, Perfect, perfect example. Uh, earlier this week, I had got into, got into a uh, Twitter debate with one of the homies. He had got on there on his Twitter and tried to say, oh, uh, if you see your child, if you're a dad and you see your child X amount of times a year. I saw don't, this. Don't go posting about uh, how much they your world and your 22nd little Instagram reel. I was like, hey, dog, don't don't do that because it's it's some cats out here is all they get is fourteen times a year to see their kids, right? You know what I'm saying? And my man was like, well, if you only see your four, your kids fourteen times a year, then you're not that great of a dad. I said, hey, dog, you when you in custody battles, you see your kids once a month. You get them on their birthday and y'all alternate major holidays. So you alternate Christmas one year and Thanksgiving the next. So if I get my daughter on Christmas, my uh, baby mama get her on th- on Christmas next year and I get a Thanksgiving that year. Now, if I get a Thanksgiving that year, she get her on Christmas and then I get her the following Christmas. And she, we just switch. It's just, it's, 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 something you have to do and you might not want to do it but you have to do it to see your kids and and um my boy was like oh no i'm not talking about them those dads i was like but you just 
threw it out there as a jokey joke. You didn't say, you didn't try to preface your joke. You just said, hey, to the 14 dads, I mean, to the dads to see their kids 14 times a year, y'all need to step your game up. I'm like, oh, look, you ain't got kids, so you don't understand this yet. It's always a motherfucker with no kids. You don't understand that. And then you, I had like, like, he got upset that I was checking him in public. He was like, oh man, you could DM me. I was like, but you tried to check, tried to get your little joke off in public. I don't check people in private. I check people in public. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he DM me, tried to explain his situation. I'm like, I'm like, dog, I understand that we still guys, but it's, some of our guys out here are homies that you know personally that's going through things with their baby mamas and can't see their kids. It's some of our homies that ain't seen their kids in two years, no fault of their own. It's because their baby mama being vindictive. And then you see somebody that's supposed to be your homie saying some shit about fathers that only see their kids X amount of times a year and you know their situation, that's going to make them feel some type of way. And uh, everything is about mental health now. Everybody's big on mental health now. So I was like, especially coming from you, a person who screams about mental health, who has their own mental health issues, you should understand this the most. And it was just like trying to trying to get his uh, point off with like, yeah, but I'm not talking about them. But all right, cool. I'm done with it. But I'm going to just let you know, dog, watch what you say on here. Because some of these people that you cool with going to pull your coattail about shit. And motherfuckers love to scream mental health now. But the only mental health that they care about is their own. Like, you don't think other people got mental health issues as well? Like, you scream, like, because a couple of months ago, he had an issue at work, and he was saying how it was affecting his mental health. But hey, you, it only, you only cry about a mental health issue when it affects you, not when it's somebody else's mental health issue. Or you only cry about it when it affects you or it's your issue. Mm. Not when there's anybody else's issue. And I just don't understand, like, I some people gotta grow up. And then you gotta explain to them, like, like, dog, you 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 speaking on shit that you ain't got no control of. Like, you don't even experience this, dog. You ain't never experienced uh not seeing your kids because you don't have any. And on top of that, you grew up with a father in your household. Your mother and father are still together. So you have no realm of speaking about this. Like I said on the Susie Boys podcast last year, if you can't cook, don't tell me how to cook. If you can't, if you can't cook or know your way around the kitchen, don't tell me how to design this kitchen. Because your your opinion is null and uh, void. Exactly. So, like, I, I think people don't understand when you say stuff on on social media, you don't get no emotion behind it. So it just sounds cold. 
So however you thought I said it is how it went. Right. Just like I said earlier, like how your this perception, how you intended and how it's received is two different things. I say it, I say that often. Uh maybe just reworded is what I say versus what you understand are two totally different concepts. Exactly. Um and and with that, which you articulated it, 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 amazingly, um, there's a lot of folks that speak from theory versus experience, right? So people have opinions from theory more so than experience. More often than not, while on CDB, we can and do uh, sometimes have uh, opinions that come from um uh, you know, theory where if we've not been in that background, we can only expect based on what your moral compass would allow for you or let you do. There are other things though, that on this particular topic, both of us are dads. So, you know, for us having to deal with, you know, a, uh, in a co-parenting situation, it's completely different. So you don't get to see your kids all the time. Um, but do I give a fuck what anybody that's not inside my household says? No. But of course, if it's somebody that I'm close to and they got something to say, cool. Just know any of us will step into it. Myself and Sloan both will check you in the, at least initially in the most polite way until there's any format or feeling of disrespect. Then that's when you got to get your card pulled because more often than not, and I say this on the internet all the time myself, most people have the most to say, have the more or most skeletons in their closet. You just be sure that the door is locked. Because at any time, if that lock becomes unlocked and the knob twists just a singular bit to get open, everything's coming out. And I keep receipts. Mm -hmm. I just, I just wish everybody kept that same energy, cause uh, like people be quick to try to uh, try to make it an internet thing. Like, nigga, I won't see you in real life. Yeah, I think everybody's just trying to get that form of sensationalism um, or viral, right? Where it's like, if I get this one thing off, then something's going to happen. Like, it, of other than the fact that, like, which I know you experienced this, other than the fact that, like, for a few days, your phone goes crazy, and then maybe it brings some attention to whatever it is you're doing, from there, you can scale business your personal projects things that you want to be involved in da, da 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 cool but that shit is only going to be 10 seconds now if you offend somebody that you close with and you was trying to get some jokes off for 15 seconds of fame now you got 15 years of issues and problems with somebody um i'm i'm the pull-up game like uh, like, hey, it's a difference when you say it on the internet and then the person can actually pull up on you and be like, no, say it, to, say it in front of me. 
because I want to hear your tone. I want to see your facial expressions. I want to feel your energy because there's a difference when a real nigga walk in the room, niggas assholes get tight. Yeah. They breathe and get shallow. And it's like, hey, talk how you was talking then. Like I like I have to tell my nephew, my uh, my nephew Braxton. Uh, <clears throat> his mom called me the other day talking about how he was acting up in school, but he called me the day before, not telling me that. He wanted to talk about WrestleMania and all the good stuff that was going on, but you ain't want to tell me that your mama had to bust your ass for you stepping out of line in school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me all the good stuff. Right. Tell Why you ain't tell me the bad stuff? Because you don't want me to... Niggas, niggas will run from you when they know you will correct them. Well, that's that has been probably, especially with today's age, uh, and probably I would say the last highlighted within the last twenty years, is accountability has shrunk. Right, like accountability for everything, and it's not just in one aspect. I'm talking about in all things that we debate about, we talk about. These are uh water cooler conversations uh things at work professionally personally uh relationships like everybody else seems to be the blame right mm. and it's one thing that and people seem to um not know how to differentiate from an individual that can see what a problem is know what they are accountable and hold themselves accountable for the actions or things that they did in regards to the situation or where it is tenable or not. But then you also have other individuals who want to point fingers at everybody else. The reason why you acted the way you acted or the reason why something transpired the way it did was because of them it didn't have anything to do with your response to maybe what they've done or maybe just a situation as it unfolded in front of everybody, but it's anything. You can talk politics. You can talk religion. You can talk relationships. You can go through the lineage of things. So there was a, a topic of conversation and we're, and we can go into music here soon, but um, in regards to a lot of the death and violence that we see within hip hop. So, who knows what that may be? Um, everybody likes to say rest in peace to all these other things. Hey, we got to do something about stop the violence, da, 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 da. But there are folks that literally were go out of their own way to not de-escalate a situation because they don't want to lose face. Or, oh, that's me. I will yeah. not de-escalate a situation because I want to see y'all fight. Right? Or... Or you could have something happen between a guy and a girl and the woman makes it seem as if the man was in the wrong when truly the accountability also falls on the woman. Y'all are two adults. Y'all in a situation where y'all get into it. Now you say he did this to you. So you go tell all you people now it's static for him. Oh, that's, that's just manipulating the, uh, the narrative that's getting your narrative out there before he is. But if you like, 
don't maintain the honesty or your story changes. Cause I've seen a lot of these things. Like I, I read probably uh, another two stories about uh, athletes or something of that nature or, or uh, somebody in music. And we had talked about this with Chris Brown too, where it's the accountability, um, you know, where girl says, Oh, he treated me or did me wrong and uh, raped me or took advantage of me in a situation while that is true, and we do want to believe the woman in those instances, when it comes to we find out that that's not the case, now the accountability is not had. We don't have the same visceral for the woman who lied about that, who could potentially jeopardize or even uh, put someone in danger Megan. because of that. Megan. You. You said it, not me, but Megan. you're right. Oh, the one that's performing at Coachella right now? Megan. Yep. Because I, I don't... I don't understand a lot of stuff. And maybe I'm not supposed to, so I don't get into it. But I, I, I just know what I know about certain things. And with my knowledge of certain things that if you claim that the man shot you, he should have been in jail. Like, it would have been an open and shut case. I don't give a shit how much money that nigga got. He's still black. It still happened at, it, in one of the richest neighborhoods in all of America. There was still no gunshot residue on his person. But it was on our best friend. But you want to get on IG Live and tell us that he shot you. Mm. He got arrested when he went to court because he tweeted something. Because niggas don't know how to stay off the internet. Which I think he should still have a free right to say anything. Because she can accuse him all day on the internet. But he can't defend himself. Why is there a gag order on him? I'm not against that. You are correct. What happens in regards to all this weird shit is somebody can go get a protection order and say they need protection from this person yet really is that the person you need protection from because i don't think that's who shot you i don't know it's not i i I just want to know if she had a conversation with her best friend since then nope and Shorty put out a diss track. Nope. That's what I'm saying. Shit don't add up. And even if, even if she's held, she's found, I mean, uh, Tori's not guilty. Black women still ain't gonna believe him. It's black women out there saying, I'm going to still trust Meg. I'm going to still believe Meg. I've been in that situation before, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Every situation ain't your situation. Because I've been screaming this for years since this shit happened. Two full years now. If Tori was 5'10", 220 pounds, and Meg was 5'2", 130 pounds, this would be a whole different situation because they would be championing how Meg 
being the smaller person shot Tori, the bigger person, and got them up off her. They would be mm-hmm. championing, championing her defending herself. Facts. But it's not the same because he's still a male and men are stronger than women. I'm sorry, dog. Ain't no way no 5'10 dude, I mean female, that's 200 and something pounds, a dude that's 5'2", 130 pounds is the same strength as her. Buddy outweighed by 90 pounds. 80, 90 pounds. If Meg would, at like, I, I don't, I don't, okay. And I hate when people be like, well, you have daughters, so you should understand this, this, and that. With everything I ask my kids or anybody, what did you do? So you did nothing to get shot. Right. You did nothing for this man to do anything to you. He just told you to get out the car, dance, bitch, and shot you. Mm. Something just don't add up. Does not. It don't add up because you was the drunk one on live. They got oh. put out of the party. Oh, buddy. Now you have a history of having issues while drinking oh buddy your new boyfriend says you done went up you done had an altercation with him because you was drinking and drunk and swung on him but somehow it's the man's fault what was that word we were talking about earlier accountability sounds like it or not like it at all as I sip my uh, Uncle Nears that I'm sure nobody spit in because I got it from my bottle. Uh. <laughs> uh, go ahead, drop the gunshot for the one fire. And if y'all don't, if y'all don't like what I'm saying about this subject or any subject, you can reach me on Twitter s underscore Kettering s underscore K E T T E R I N G two one seven. I'm not hard to find. You'll not see me. I'll be in the Susio boys hoodie. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Funk Flex. Let them know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? We outside. We outside. Uh, in regards to music, there really was not much on the way. For, I don't give a shit about Coachella. Like it, I none none of that shit appears or appeases to me at all. Like, yeah, those are cool events and shit like that, but I think it's gotten super mainstream and cookie cutter, and they're trying to appease to too many uh, people, and it's probably overpriced as fuck. So, they are appeasing to the people who spend money. That's also that. Because that's like that going to Coachella is damn near a Super Bowl ticket. Depending on um, where you at. You know, festivals ain't never been my thing, so I'm cool. Well, I ain't gonna hold you. 
I wanted to go to Dreamville. That looked like a dope festival. Bless. Excuse me. Uh, Dreamville looked like a dope festival. Um, Coachella never really wanted to go to. Uh, Electric Forest is always the festival that I go to. Um, Bonnaroo is probably the other festival that I want to go to, um, but I haven't been. So that's about it in regards to the scope of festivals. There's a lot of other ones um, in between, but those are like, you know, different genres of music that are offbeat or offshoot a bit outside of our culture, I think. Um, but I would like to see more than just us be hip hop only or R&B only. I feel like people of color actually make up a space in almost every single place that exists. But for one reason or another, we're somehow pushed outside of it. So there was something with the game, the game, the game, the game. All right. So the game, the game and how you play it all about controlling. You, know you can't saying? take it. Uh, oh, not the game. No, not the, not the game. But the game explains why he decided to challenge Eminem in a battle. Um, and I was, uh, I don't know how I feel about this, so I wanted to get your insight and opinion on it. Why am like, what, what was the you origin? You know why? Of, yeah. Because 50 can't rap. And so I got to go a level up mm. and challenge the better rapper. That's yeah. why. And not to take nothing away from what 50 doing. He can see it and tweet it, but he know I'm going to respond. Or right. he can go rap about it, but he's going to lose that battle. So it's like he can do whatever he wants. And again, there's no um, 2005, 2006 animosity towards 50. Like he do. I watch Power. I watch, uh, what's the, the Tommy one? I mm -hmm. watch, um, you know, the one with uh, Isaac Wright on, you know, primetime television. I watch 50 shows. Like I'm a fan of those shows. BMF is great, yeah. but I'm a rapper. He's a rapper and I am the better rapper. Oh shit! Like, bro, what? All right. So, thoughts, things, concerns, uh, to take away from that. So, the game feels like I need to shoot at who he considers to be uh, somebody supposedly on the same level as him. It, it he must. Otherwise, why would you challenge somebody if you just shooting up? Um, but he says as to the fact that he is the better rapper than 50. Um, I wanted to get your opinion before I gave mine. I like his opinion. Because. Yeah, 50 can't rap. When was the last time 50 out actually put out an album? It's you're you when you don't use a tool, you forget how to use it. And it gets rusty. Because 50's not thinking in rapper mode. He's in mogul mode. You know what I'm saying? He's... It, my, uh, rap is not even in the top 25 of bags he's getting. Right. You know, rap, rap money is like 26th on the list of money he's getting. So he's not going to put all this interest into it. However, on the flip side, game's number one source of income is rap. So you're 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 shooting at someone, as he said, that's 
not a better rapper than you. True, because he's not practicing. He's not in the gym. Now, M, I have my issues with M, but I don't see no problem with with him going after that. That's just like uh, cats that was coming in, in, in the NBA are like, yo, I'm coming at LeBron. You might not be as good as LeBron, but that's the nigga you got to shoot at. No matter what. If he's the best, I, I that's with anything. Like I, I want to go after the best. Are you better than me? Right. Like you can sell more records than me, but can you get in front of me and outwrap me? And that's what he's saying. He's basically saying, "Can't nobody get in front of him and outwrap him." And you got to give game some uh, respect because. 22 years later, he's still rapping. You know what I'm saying? True. Longevity. Still making, still making hits, still making music, still rapping. Uh, people will call him corny or lame or he do some sucker shit. But hey, that's life. Shit, like, it's, you live long enough, you're going to be a sucker. You live long enough, you're going to be the, uh, the bad guy. So I'll never trip about it, but I think I think he's he, he's well within his right to say what he's saying. It's just like I I feel like I'm the best at doing whatever I do, and if you don't feel like you're the best, or you don't tell yourself or try to build your confidence to make you believe that you're the best, then get the fuck away. Then why are you doing this shit, dog? Facts. Because if you're not, if you don't think that you're the best, then you're not gonna work at this shit or whatever the shit is that you're doing. You're not gonna work at it because you don't believe you you can achieve the goals that you want to. And that's all about a self confidence issue. Well, and, and you're right. And that's the thing with the game that I look at. Um, I'm not mad at him on the second take, right? Uh, with the fact that he's a better rapper. I I look at him as a better rapper than 50. Hence the reason why he's maintained his activity inside rapping more so than 50 has. Um, I think that if he was still active and was good at the craft of doing it um, and didn't age himself out. And this is no shot to him, but I just think that like his style of rapping, I'm never looking for 50 in today's age of rap. Whether or not he can do it, that's that remains to be seen, but he's just not been busy enough. We saw him on, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show, and that was – you know, him sounding winded a little bit older. He was upside down. Cool. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's no shot to him. But at the same time, too, the one thing I will disagree with, which I get, and you are correct, uh, with, you know, you should shoot at somebody and think that you are the best. 
I have never ever once heard anybody, even anybody within the industry, put the game anywhere close to M. Period. Like there's there's nothing really else to say that. I don't think that he's anywhere close to the folks that are top three or five within hip hop right now. I think he's getting washed by Kendrick. I think he's getting washed by J. Cole. I know he's getting washed by Nas. I can even say something about Drake. Drake had a little bit of trouble with Pusher T, but Pusher T is cooking everybody. That's the Nick. The game thinks that he is Pusher T. Hey. We figured it out. We solved the problem. The game believes in himself so much that he believes that he has the skill set and quality of Pusher T, who can disintegrate any nigga on the microphone, pause, if applicable. So relax, my guy. That's what I would say to that. I mean, M's cool, but why shoot that high when you know that nigga may not respond? I mean, you can howl at the moon. The moon ain't going to respond. You're right. You're still howling, but you might get hit by a rock. From a nigga that can hear you that's still close by. So if somebody close gets upset or offended that you sit there trying to howl at the moon and they cook you, did you really been howling in the first place? Hey, look, you just don't know how good you are until you shoot. Hey, man, you right. But you ever just see a nigga shoot and then it's all air, not even close to a bucket? Yeah, Russell Westbrook this year. Oh, see, I wasn't even going to say nothing about Russ. If that nigga would have stopped dressing all weird and shit, maybe he'd still be all right. That nigga dress how you want. Or maybe he's not dressing weird. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe LeBron told him to cut that shit out. And that's why he uh, ain't playing to his full capacity. But Neither I, one of them niggas are playing to their full capacity because they at home. LeBron been ready to fucking get the fuck up out of there. Been ready. Um, it, Listen, man, I, I feel you. I guess the game, good for you, bub. Uh, but I thought that was a funny clip. I agree with you on the principle that you and 50 are not in the same category. I think you're a better rapper than 50. I don't think you should be going at M. I don't think that M is the GOAT. I think he's easily one of the greats. I don't know if anybody's saying that about the game. I'll tell you the truth. If M was black, he would be Hobson. Oh, good night, motherfuckers. Oh, and if y'all don't know who Hobson is, he's the black Eminem. 
I mean, I I don't I don't know if it's because he's white. We think he's great at rapping because I I I just think it's me. I personally vibe with Eminem since probably like the Eminem show. Facts. And I don't know. I guess I there's only so much. I hate my mom. I'm gonna kill my mom. I hate my baby mama. I'm gonna kill my baby mama. Shit, I can take care. I can just listen to it. You know, even though there's been times that I hated both of them. Yeah, I don't think I'm writing a full diatribe or soliloquy about how I despise my mother. Or to how I will right. drive around with my dead wife in the front seat. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it's all weird. Right, all yeah, right, like, all right. Uh, all right. So let's go into other things in music. The baby sends well wishes. Shout out to the baby because I don't want this nigga shooting me anytime soon. Uh, the baby sends well wishes to trespasser. He shot. Heal up and live, my boy. Hey, y'all better stop playing with Mr. Kirk. <laughs> Stop playing with Mr. Kirk, Captain Kirk, Jonathan Kirk, whatever this nigga name is. Stop playing with that young man. Nah, he, bro. He whoops niggas at shows. He shoots niggas and he kills niggas in Walmarts. He shot the nigga, called the police and said, hey, y'all hurry up and come get him off my property. Nah, bro. The fact that he posted this shit, chose not to take a nigga's life the other day and it felt great. Buddy ain't deserved to go. I step righteously. Heal up, my boy. Uh, heal up and live, my boy. Just don't bring your ass back. And then uh, bang emoji. But here's the kicker to this on Twitter uh, or on Instagram. Hey, niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right, nigga. You tough, right? Rub some dirt on it. Like, bro, how you going to post that clip? It is what it is. You y'all know y'all know what it is. Stop playing with that man. Like he done whoop niggas asses at the club and in the middle of concerts. He shoot niggas at Walmart. Like leave that nigga alone. He whooped the nigga at a bowling alley. Like literally tried to grab that man by his hair and throw him down the lanes to get a that, strike. Leave that crazy. nigga alone. Alone, please. Y'all kids ain't never heard of this. Y'all must believe fat meat grease. <laughs> Y'all must not believe fat meat is greasy because you just keep or the stove is hot. You know your mom used playing. to keep trying to touch that fire. That nigga gonna send y'all to Sky Daddy real quick. Telling you. Uh, just, it, I don't know what the true story behind all that was. Everybody says that the dude's got some mental health issues as well. Uh, according to people in the neighborhood, shout out to mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so supposedly that's, that's, that's what's happening. But all I know is 
that ain't the nigga I'm trying to do nothing against. Right. I better keep that little special needs little motherfucker away from that house. Because he'll get blind blammed. Baby, do not give a fuck. At all. He trying to send you express delivery to Sky Daddy. And <laughs> like immediately, bro. Like Oh, immediately. Like when I read it, it said shooting at, ba- at the baby house. I was like, he ain't the one that got shot. The baby do the shooting. He does the shooting. <laughs> like without hesitation. Like he will do a shooting. No problem. And. We'll let you know what happened. Like, don't mess with that song. In the next song. And it'll be a slap. Yeah, yeah. No, don't shoot me and then it's slap. Like, don't shoot me. Don't do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. But, like, what you what you think gonna happen and you you hop the fucking fence? The nigga told the police, he said, hey, hit the alarm, hit the sirens when you come so I know to open the gate. Like nigga, you 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 got you hopped the closed fence. You deserve to get shot. You play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. Simple as that. Like, I don't I don't know what to tell people, dog. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though, is that people are just fucking dumb. People are dumb. Um, Or I wouldn't even say people are dumb. It's just like the accountability is lacking again. Like, if y'all know there's something going on with somebody that lives in this neighborhood that's around individuals that are high profile that could potentially run into a situation just as the one that we're running into right now, then why are we not taking necessary steps or prior precautions to one, keep the individual that's dealing with mental health issues safe. But number two, not to run into a situation like this to where it even becomes a debate, right? Because you have people that say, oh, no, the baby shouldn't be allowed to do that. Da, 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 da. This, that, and the third. You don't know what's going on in his house during that time when somebody decided to step onto his property that he felt the need that he had to defend himself with a firearm. Nigga go see Sky Dad, keep playing. Absolutely. So that's the thing with folks that they need to understand is like, what the fuck are y'all talking about, bro? Like, I get it. Maybe. Maybe. People just want to have a conversation and want to be a part of the conversation. What I think is important, maybe imperative or more important than anything is just some folks just need to sit back and just shut the fuck up for a little bit. It'd be okay. It will be all right. I promise you that. But in other news, because we are uh, just chopping through these so much. Um, let's see. We talking about Will Smith's memoir somehow supposedly got brought up to OG Carlton, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. And he said he has no intentions of reading 
Will Smith memoir. Um, for some, who cares? Neither do we, bro. Like, I don't understand why y'all keep running after people that are around people that are in the now. Like, we talking about the slap that everybody heard around the world that Will Smith got up. We already know what happened there. Chris Rock wants a bag to tell his side of the story. Jada Pickett Smith wants Will to only sit down with Red Table so he could tell his side of the story. This bitch doesn't seem to give a kitty or two flying fucks about her goddamn husband or his mental health whatsoever. Um, let's see. Everybody and their mom seems to want to come out of the woodworks and give their opinion. Amy Schumer, who felt like she needed to take some time away from whatever the fuck she wasn't doing because a white bitch, right? Well, sir, you're right, but not here. Um, she had PTSD because she felt so, uh, I can't believe that Will Smith smacked somebody in front of me. Girl, bye. Who the fuck is looking for Amy Schumer? The whites. Not really that many of them either. But Jim Carrey had something to say, which I do agree with him to a certain point that the fake woke Hollywood culture is just in an uproar and they're all full of shit and they give him a standing ovation. Do, 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 do. Cool. I'll be at that. Be it that. Be it the way it may seem, right? I still would like for folks like Jim, who was a part of black culture for such a long time with being a part of the cast on The Living Color, and that's how he really got his start into being the global icon that he is to the point that he can actually say some shit that would seemingly have to have a lot to say within black culture. My guy understand how you got your admission to the ability to say shit that people give a fuck. I'm sure Keenan Ivory or Damon or Sean or Marlon or even Kim probably gave you some jewels in some way, shape or form. So if you see some black folks doing some shit that you don't necessarily understand, which I ain't really seen Jim Carrey hang around the blacks too much, as they say, in the white culture, the blacks. Not since uh, me, myself, and Irene. That's what I'm, I'm just here saying. Here we go. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? It's all it is. You know what? Hit the drop one time. Let's go. Because that's basically what we were dealing with there. So, Jim, we get it, bro. Yo, I just... Everybody shut the fuck up. Especially you, uh, not George Lopez, but who's the fucking... uh, Some Rodriguez, Paul Rodriguez, that wanted to talk about the 2010... I think he talked about some shit that happened in 2010. How him and Will Smith, he had a bad experience with Will Smith. Paul Rodriguez ain't been heard about since the 80s, bro. You ain't been relevant since your son stopped skating professionally. Who is his son? Paul Rodriguez. Uh, His son is Andy Rodriguez, uh, pro skater. Mm. 
but he fell off with like Ryan Sheckler and all them. They kind of were out around the same time. And uh, yeah, he just got into the scene a little too much. Lords of Dogtown, look it up. Anyways, everybody just shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Cool. Listen here, Carlton Banks. Nah, nigga, I could call you by your real name. But you still Carlton Banks because this new nigga they got on Bel Air. I don't know. That's just some chocolate nigga that want to be Carlton. I ain't seen Bel Air. Ain't watched it not a single time. Not yet. Don't give a fuck. At least not yet. I don't care. So, good for you if you don't want to read Will Smith's memoirs. Will Smith is still paid. You're probably still a little uptight for some reason or another. Who knows why? But I digress. Uh, In other news, uh, Jordan Belford, who was the inspiration for the Wolf of Wall Street movie, reportedly charged $40,000 for a two-day crypto workshop at his Miami estate. Now, three years later after that, uh, he called Bitcoin a mass delusion. So wait a minute, sir. We already know you for being someone that has been scammy, scam, scam. For quite a long time. So then you get out of prison. You see that there's a new angle to be played. And you let your voice be heard. Because you were selling all these things. But doing it. To where you were taking everybody's life savings. So now you somehow became relevant. Because a movie that came out about you. Which was starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Even though you look. Nowhere close my guy. Like. It looked like a lot of meth was done during the time of when you were Wolf of Wall Street. But somehow you got people to pay $40,000 for a workshop at your Miami estate. And then fast forward, you say it's delusional. Now, I think I may need to go into a little detail. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I want to know how many of people attended this shit. Well, let's see. Um, I had a great time. Jordan Belford had a great time this weekend at my first ever crypto mastermind. Can't wait to do this again soon. Are you coming to the next one? It looks like there are. Um, simultaneously, yeah, while I'm trying to count the one, two, three, eight or nine, nine people, nine people, nine people, uh, that are at this mastermind, 10, excuse me, cause there are 10. So this man got $400,000 about these folks. A life. To talk about cryptocurrency and some shit that you'll probably pump and dump. Because you telling them about, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his people on his tweet talking about, hey, bro, didn't you call Bitcoin a fraud? Twitter love to pull up the receipts. Boy, Twitter will pull a receipt in a heartbeat. I love to see it. I love to see it. Um, it's better than anyone in the world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, nah, 
I just think that, uh, anyways, this is on insider.com. If anybody wants to look up the article, I could go into further detail. It's kind of convoluted because there are moments where he seems to be totally against it. But then from what I see, April 11, 2022 is when he posted this tweet, but somehow has called it a great delusion. It's weird, dude. It's weird. It's almost like people's accountability flies out the window and they don't think about shit that they said like less than two weeks ago. Like, true. you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, we'll still call it soft, uh, this episode soft serve, but uh, accountability is uh, a hard, hardcore second uh, for the title. It could be south, uh, soft serve account- accountability. Boy! Listen, gunshots in the chat, please. You know what I'm saying? Hit the air horns for the one time. Yes. Soft serve accountability. I like it. I like it. This is why this man is probably one of the greatest potters out here. You see what I'm saying? We both out here tired. Um not really inebriated. I'm just tired and trying to get through a lot of these things. But hey, man, I just so happen to be doing this because I'm with my cousin. Hey. I've, I've been doing taxes. Make sure y'all out here and have done y'all's taxes. Make sure y'all filed the extension too. So we want to make sure that you're able to get your taxes done if you ain't done them. But all I know is that Sloan Kettering is Sky Daddy's favorite. You know what I'm saying? All the other shit, bro, uh, there's, I think, a rest in peace we do have here. I do want to say I don't give a fuck about Shaquille O'Neal and Will Smith or uh, Jada Pickett Smith's apology. Fuck that bitch. We already know what time it is with her. Like, super trash. I don't care. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm so tired of talking about this dumb shit that we keep talking about. Uh, As always, uh, ACAB. All cops are bastards. Uh, cops who fractured a 75-year-old protester skull um, cleared of any wrongdoing. Two Pueblo New York police officers uh, pushed Martin uh, Gugino to the ground during the height of the George Floyd protests in the summer of 2020. If you remember who this was, there were a bunch of police officers that had riot gear on. There was an older white gentleman in a long sleeve blue shirt and jeans wearing a mask and i think something was happening where they were telling him to step back uh he it, you can look at the video online if it's not already been pulled down he gets pushed backwards head hits the ground and bounces off cement starts bleeding from his ears somehow all this being on video they're cleared of any wrongdoing okay Okay. And you see how niggas wind up dead in police custody. Right. Okay. Whatever y'all say. Whatever y'all say. Rest in peace to Earl Lloyd. Uh, first black man to play in the NBA who was honored in his um, hometown. Uh, I, I want to always highlight black excellence. You know what I'm saying? Um, but rest in peace to him. Um, long overdue for you to be able to do that, but hey, as of April 3rd, 
you have a historical marker in Alexandria, Virginia. So make it it does make sense as to why it took so long. It's Virginia. So um with that being said, I think Cuzzo, we're gravy. You know, we getting long in the tooth. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be right back at it with uh, another episode of Sucio Boys podcast where we can really get in depth about how much of a bad bitch I am now that I went viral and his bitches in my DMs, you know what I'm saying? Really, not really, because you spoken for and your nigga really out here shining, out here shining. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, putting hoes up in the <laughs> upper 90. You know what I'm saying? Top shelf is where I like to put some bitches. <laughs> uh, but before we go, Cuzzo, um, let uh, all the listeners know where they can find you, reach out to you, um, get in touch with you if they have questions or just want to get into conversation with you. Uh, you can catch me on the Twitter, S underscore K-E-T-T-E-R-I-N-G 217. Uh, that is S underscore Kettering 217. That is for the Twitter. On Instagram, it is Sloan Kettering 217, all one word. Uh, then on Instagram and Twitter, you can catch me somewhere frolicking in the Sucio Boys uh, pod um, social media. So that's S U C I O B O Y Z pod P O D on Instagram and Twitter. So I'll be here with uh, uh, San Diego. Let's go. Y'all up next. Hey, make sure y'all look out. Tear that shit up. Where the tacos and shit at? Get him all the stuff. Make sure y'all look out for my boy Sloan Kettering when he touched down on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Look for the richest, biggest nigga that you can think about. You know what I mean? If you... I think of like Sloan Kettering of like the Rick Ross aura, but without the beard on him. That's what that is. They asked me what's what's my pronouns. I said, big black nigga. (laughs) Huh? Oh. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? 305 Miami, Dayway County. Hey. Cakes, candies, and creams. Oh. Wing (laughs) stop. Oh. <laughs> uh, I am Ahun the Shogun, as always. Uh, oh. You can find me, uh, especially now that I have a viral tweet, uh, which will be pinned up to the top of the Aaron Hunter on Twitter. Um, oh. You can also find me on Instagram, a.hun.theshogun, uh, on oh. IG, also on Facebook. And you can find the CDB uh, pod podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and also on Facebook as well on our oh. fan page. So um, for anybody out there, if you would like to get in touch with us, you have questions, there's a topic that you would like us to talk about on any of our um, podcasts, please reach out to us. Let us know what's going on. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, if I may, SpongeBob, can you please? Um, I'm gonna need you, sir. SpongeBob, 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 come to the forefront. God damn it, SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs, get SpongeBob up here. Thank you for your patronage.
Thanks, SpongeBob. I appreciate you. Anyways, back to the motherfucking music. Uh, it's been the CDB Podcast, episode 51. Soft serve accountability. You already know what vibes are. Right. Check Make us sure out on look. Instagram. All in. Dot savage dot AF. Mm, me and Sloan holding it down. You dig what I'm saying? Most dank fire memes that you won't ever come across. This is the loudest of the loud. Okay, this is shit that you got to go to the dispensary to just in case this is what you're trying to get. Okay, high-grade laughs on you niggas. But also, make sure you listen to all the other podcasts on the CDB Network. Shout out to the Sucio Boys podcast. Shout out to Not Another Girl podcast, Miss Bunny Rue. And shout out to Dr. Sloan and myself. Aeon, the number one Shogun with the Shogun Soccer sit-down. Yes, it's been a minute since I've dropped these episodes, but I have literally been doing a lot of interviews with a couple of special guests, so we'll be dropping those. I know, I keep saying, I'm going to drop them soon. Yeah, wait till you fuck niggas see what's going on. Then y'all going to be like, oh, this nigga really goes that soccer shit. Man, fuck it, don't play with me. All right, man, episode 51, CDB Podcast. We out this bitch. Upper 90 hoes. Yeah.